Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic. I am Violet, your host. And today I have with me Becky Edwards, who has written the book Unlocking the Vault and also has some other things she's going to share with us today. Um, And her book's all about how reinterpreting space-time theory is the key to understanding the universe. Don't we all want to understand more of the universe in your life? So I can't wait to jump in and really um, chat with her. I loved your bio, Becky, about how this has helped you kind of overcome and your struggle with masculine and feminine, which I think most women struggle with, these two energies of who they are. So talk to us a little bit about your journey and what brought you to write this book. Sure. Um, Well, I would say about three years ago, I was really suffering from major depression and anxiety. And it, that in itself became a catalyst to my self rediscovery journey. A lot of what I found my depression and anxiety was caused by is that I was a major people pleaser. I, I really wanted that external validation. And what I found is that by doing that, I had abandoned myself and I didn't know who I was or what I liked or what I wanted to do because I would just do what you wanted to do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it, it's, it was a it was an arduous process but what i decided to do for myself in that moment of okay i need to get better i don't want to live in this state anymore in the state of depression and anxiety anymore i don't what i have been doing has not worked so i need to do something else anything else and i really honestly surrendered to the decision to try anything and try anything with the attitude of, I don't need to like it. I just want to know, I want to know what I don't like. I want to know what I do like, and I'll try anything to, to come up with that. And I'm a journal writer. Uh, and so I, I wrote down everything. I wrote down the things I tried, the things I, I wanted to try, it really started with, I didn't know what to try. Um, I began honestly by Googling hobbies for women over 40. Wow. (laughs) Because I didn't know, I had no clue what it was that I myself actually liked. And those journals, those three years of journals became this book, 
<laughs> and then became this guided journal. <laughs> um, and it really became this place where in three years time, I went from living in that depressed, anxious state to living my wildest and biggest dreams. And that, that sounds fantastical and amazing, but it is true. And what I, what I feel my mission here is on earth in this space is to create a place that celebrates, supports, and encourages the courage it takes to express ourselves authentically to this world. Well, I love that. And I don't think that's unusual for, for women, especially that we want to please everyone in our lives, our boss, our partners, our family, and we do things that we're expected to do or what we think others want us to do. And in that process, we lose who we are. We lose mm -hmm. ourselves and we forget who we are. So what courage it must have took to take that three-year journey and get out there yes. and try all these things. What an amazing process for anyone to be able to do that. So kudos to you for being able to do that. So well, thank I, you. Love, thank I love your book that talks about understanding the universe. So somebody that's out there, how can we understand the universe? What's What's in this book? What nuggets are we going to find in here? Well, um, you're going to find a lot of stuff. And what I want to talk about the book, first of all, is, and I'm going to pause here because I feel like my computer sounds like it's really hot. <laughs> like it's, can you hear it? Uh-uh. Can you hear that fan? Okay, I'm going to leave it alone then because it just sounds like it's worrying <laughs> and I didn't know if it was upsetting the sound. No. Um, so what's in the book? I'm like, what was the question? <laughs> what's in the book? Okay. So for people like me, uh, who have a strong feminine, uh, energy. So your feminine energy is your intuition, your communication, your connection, Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to be better served reading this book back to front from part three, part two, part one. It's going to make more sense for people with a strong masculine energy. And I'm not saying men, I'm saying people with strong masculine energy, men or women who want proof and quantitative data and mm -hmm. scientific studies. You're going to be better served reading it front to back part one, part two, part three. It'll make more sense to you. So what you're going to find in this book is my, I use really easy to understand language to describe the newest studies in physics and biology. And by newest studies, I'm talking 2020, 2021, like really new studies and my own reinterpretation of space-time theory and how those three things together point directly at the natural intelligence embedded in the world around us and what that looks like, how we can identify it and how we can interpret it when it is communicating with us. Mm -hmm. The feminine energy in there, in this book, part three is what are the languages of the universe? How is the universe talking to me? 
How will I know it's talking to me? Uh, what is it saying? How can I decide what it's saying? And it's really a journey of trusting your inner knowing that you do know you are part of this universe. You are not separate from it. You belong here and you are an integral part of it. And you have the ability and to communicate with the things around you. Okay. We get stuck in this human, human connection, human interaction, but there's so much else out there. And maybe we're conditioned, maybe we're taught, maybe we aren't taught uh, that we have these abilities. And really it was my, my long journey of like, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? Um, why, what is going on around me? You know, like just not just the physical stuff, but the energetic stuff, the stuff you can't see. What is that? And how can I interact with it? Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> I, I can't wait to dive into your book. You know, I ordered it and, and was hoping that I could get it, but I've only had it a couple days, but I have thumbed through it and it's truly, truly fascinating. And, you know, in the questionnaire that I sent you, I was talking about for somebody that's new, new to all this, new to their intuition, new, new to this whole new concept, what would you say to that person that's like, I'm just now opening my gifts and I have no idea what's going on around me? What I think all of us learn our lessons through our experience. What right. experiences could you share with somebody that is just now connecting to their gifts? Well, I think what I would first ask them is, do you believe in signs from the universe? That's mm -hmm. the first question. Do you believe that that is possible? Um, if the answer is no, okay, then, you know, then why not? Why don't you believe that there could be science from the universe um, or spirit or whatever you want to call it, right? The, you know, the other side, why don't you believe that? And if they say, well, I do believe that, okay, um, have you ever received one? Oh no, no, no. You know, like, I don't, I don't know what that is. I, and I will tell you, I, I believed in science from the universe. I did. I would ask for them, but when I would get them, I would talk myself out of believing in them. Mm -hmm. I would, Oh, that's a coincidence. Oh, you know, that's, you know, that, you know, that's, it's a weird thing that happened, but it's, it's a coincidence. And finally, one day I went out on a walk and I asked the universe for a sign um, in regards to something. I asked a specific question and then I just kind of forgot. I asked and went, up, went about my walk and enjoyed my walk. And then I received a sign, a definitive sign. Like there's no other way around it, a sign. Right. And I, for the next hour, I walked around my little small town and I talked myself out of it. I talked, I'm like, no, that, that wasn't it. That, you know, that wasn't the sign. And I finally talked to myself and I said, you asked for a sign and you got a sign. Why can't you believe that this is a sign? And 
And I answered deep down inside, I don't think I'm worthy enough to receive a sign. I don't think I'm important enough for the universe to talk to me. And it was, you know, sad. I, I cried. You know, why don't I believe that? How can I, you know, I'm asking for these things. I'm receiving these things. But yet I don't believe I am worthy of it. And that begins a uh, journey through shadow work. And if you don't know what shadow work is, it's doing exactly that. It's looking at the parts of yourself that you don't like or that you want to hide from the world or that you don't believe in and asking yourself, why do I think that? Why do I think I'm not worthy? When was the first time I felt unworthy? What was happening in that moment? And really digging that out and looking at it and dealing with it. And it's not instantaneous. It's not necessarily fun or glamorous. But the other side of that, when you get through it, is the most fun and magic you can ever have on this earth. The reward is worth it. It is true. It is true. I have so many students and so many clients and so many customers that come into our center and everybody is getting signs and messages, but are they trusting what they're receiving? Are they paying attention? Are they getting excited? Oh, thank you universe for talking to me today. Thank you for giving me this message. Thank you for encouraging me today. Thank you for inspiring me, uplifting me, motivating me. It happens all the time. And you're so Mm -hmm. right, Becky, that the majority of people just blow it off. Oh, that was kind of interesting. Oh, that was kind of fun. Oh, that was just a coincidence. Oh, that doesn't happen. And they just walk through it and don't pay any attention. And I know through my experiences that when you start trusting and you Mm -hmm. start recognizing, you get more of them. And yes. I don't think, I think they get excited on the other side at that, hey, she's getting it. Hey, he's getting <laughs> it. Hey, they're hearing me. Hey, they're receiving it. Here, let's throw some more at them. I mean, think about if you could communicate. And I always talk to people about, you know, if you spoke French and I spoke English and we have to talk to each other, we've got to figure out a way to communicate, right? It's no right. different than the universe trying to talk to you and you speak in different languages. How did we make that connection, right? How do we start connecting? And we have to be open that it's not the same as sitting down and having a conversation like we do in this realm. It's different. But when you start noticing and paying attention, it really is exciting and fun and playful. And it really does make your day when you start just trust it. Just trust it. It does. And you know, it is sort of similar though. It's it's similar in a different way to having a conversation with another person. If I was sitting here with you and you were telling me stuff and I'm like, whatever. Oh, that was weird. That was a coincidence. I don't believe it. You're going to stop talking to me. That's (laughs) not a fun conversation. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But the universe is ever patient and ever present. And they know our human limitations and they will keep trying. They will keep trying. They are talking to you. They are communicating with you. Even, even pre 
uh, awareness, even before you even know that this is an option, they are talking to you. Um, and I have some examples of that in the book of something that was happening to me that I just thought as beautiful. I didn't recognize it as a sign. I didn't know about signs. But three years later, even as I was writing this book, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like they were talking to me. They were communicating. They were trying night after night after night to show me these signs. And I was looking at them and I was watching them and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. But I had no, I just thought it was a pretty thing, a natural phenomenon, you know, but they had captured my attention uh, for many nights, it was a firefly show. I don't know if you have fireflies where you live, but no, but I um, miss them so much. So yeah. share with us about your fireflies. So, um, in June of of 2019, this was in the midst of my worst depression. I would sit outside in our backyard for hours and hours and hours and hours. I really was at a point where I wanted to escape my life, right? Mm -hmm. But I, and I could have, right? I could have, but I, I wanted to, but I was yet still, I was choosing to stay. And I would go outside at night, it's June, and I would sit outside from the moment it was dusk until midnight or one in the morning. And I have never experienced this level of firefly beauty in my life than that moment, than those weeks. And this wasn't one day. This was night after night after night. It was the only thing I looked forward to. It was the only thing. It was the only part of my life at that moment that I enjoyed. And I would go out there and sit and watch for hours by myself and just kind of stare at nature and watch these fireflies. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands. I don't know. They were everywhere. It was amazing. And I just thought it was pretty. It was June. It's firefly season. It, it you know, it, it was what it was. As I was reading, as I was writing this book and I was looking at, there's a section in, in part three about science from the universe um, and science from nature mm -hmm. is the, is the topic. And so I was looking at different science from nature and I was doing some research and I came across firefly as like a insect animal totem, you know, as a message, as a spirit message, if you will. And the message of fireflies is that there is hope and to keep going and to follow the light. Oh, I, and I had no idea. <laughs> But, and I honestly believe that that was more special to me finding out later because it solidified the fact that even when you're not paying attention, even when you don't know what you're witnessing, they are still trying. I love that. I love that. And, you know, just having something to look forward to and the beauty of it, right? They were mm -hmm. they were trying to give you something to hold on to in that moment, right? Yes. Your support, your inspiration. Just hold on to this, Becky. Just hold on. This is going to get better. And so 
Yes. I, I love them coming through and I love fireflies. I miss them. I live in Denver, so we don't get those. <laughs> I don't get to see those like I did on the East coast. Um, but what a beautiful process. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about your journal. What does the journal have you do? How does it create a path for us to work through? Sure. So is this backwards to you if I hold it up? Nope. Looks great. No. Perfect. Okay. So um, the byline is observations and experiments for your journey of self-discovery. And I really wanted to create something with intention. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, sometimes guided journals seem very vague and broad strokes, and they're not always pointed enough. Sometimes when you're really struggling, having these big epiphical, is that a word? Thoughts <laughs> is hard. If you are struggling with yourself or your life or anxiety or depression, but if someone could ask you a pointed question, you might be able to answer that a little bit better. And so every page, I'm just going to show you um, a page. And I'm going to go to page 77 because it's the most playful page, I think. Um, there's 90 days. Uh, you do not need to do these in order. That's one of the things. Just open the book, like, <laughs> right? Let the universe tell you which page to do today. Um, so page 77, every page or every day looks the same, but this side is different. And then this side is just sort of a write, write it out type of a uh -huh. place. Love it. So day 77 says, it's your lucky day. What type of luck are you looking for? What happens on your luckiest day? And questions like that are like, well, what does happen on my luckiest day? If today, if, if I could create my luckiest day, what would happen? And I think what's important about doing exercises like this is if you don't decide what your luckiest day looks like, when it happens, you won't recognize it. True. And then down here at the bottom, it says act for your highest good. These are what I would consider inspired actions. And they are, if we can go a little science here, they are on the quantum level. They are the smallest most insignificant actions, 99% of them in this book are free. You could do them by yourself in your home, in your room. You don't need other, it, I, I wanted to make it very accessible to anybody who picked this up to be able to do these actions. And it just says to pick one. We're not, we're, we're going to keep the bar real low. You got to keep <laughs> the bar real low. And um, we're just going to do one. But the six on this page, all of the actions connect to the question in some way. And they are designed to kind of change your mindset. So if you're looking at this question and you're like, I don't know, I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know. Try to do some of these actions and it's going to help kind of get your mind in the right mindset uh -huh. to then reflect on that question. So I put search for rainbows, see how many the universe will show you. And I'm not talking about rainbows in the sky. I, you could, you could find a rainbow in the sky, but just 
what is what has a rainbow printed on it or what has the colors of the rainbow in it and all of a sudden you could probably see seven rainbows today right and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh there are rainbows everywhere i just never noticed them um the next one is eat fresh bread today uh because i think it's delicious and it's luxurious and it's accessible. And if you can have that gratitude and, you know, I'm eating bread today. Oh my God, I'm so lucky. Right. Mm -hmm. And just kind of have that mindset. Um, find something small that you can carry with you and call it your lucky charm today. And, you know, then every time you touch it, you know, remind yourself, this is my lucky charm. Uh, find one way to bring luck to someone else and tell them it's their lucky day. Write down all of the things that will be in your pot of gold when you find it and then go look for it. Oh, <laughs> I love those. I love those. And then the last one, I usually do this on every page. I will put write, write the phrase and then it's a different phrase. Write the phrase, I deserve everything I desire seven times. So it may be, you know, on, you know, on this page, we'll see what, what I wrote. Well, of course, there's, on, this, on this one, it says, speak the phrase, thank you for that experience five times. So there's always something where you're communicating, right? That you're expressing yourself outwardly whether it's writing or speaking, I try to do that on every page, uh, maybe not every page, but just something it's, there's stuff that's super simple. There's, uh, and most of them are just to help you change your mindset to see other possibilities. Well, you know, we don't notice things. I mean, think about when you go buy a new car and you pick out the color of your car and you're like, you know, I never see these cars. I've never seen <laughs> this car ever. There's not that many out there. I'm going to buy this car in this color because I don't see it. You drive off the lot and you're driving home and you see 10 of them and you're like, where did that come from? Why yes. do I see now all these cars? Because you haven't been paying attention. You haven't noticed those things and like rainbows and animals and um, numbers and all of that is the universe talking to us. And a lot of times we're not even paying attention. So just taking the opportunity to really connect and notice, like mm -hmm. when you said rainbows, you know, you could walk by somebody that had a rainbow on their hat or a rainbow on right. the TV or a rainbow here, a rainbow there. It will come to you just by paying attention. You'll start noticing it, which is the cool part of that. So I love Yes. I'm like you. I love to journal and I love to get journals and mm -hmm. work through journals. I think it's a really powerful healing process and allows us to kind of shift who we are and our perspective and where we're going. Um, and it creates real power. I love the fact that you have simple action items on each day mm -hmm. so that somebody can pick. And I love the fact that you don't have to go from page one to page <laughs> 400 you can bounce around just pick a different page every day i i even put that in the front so i put 
Um, instructions. There's instructions down here at the bottom. And I say, there are no instructions. <laughs> this is not the SAT. This is your journal designed to help you explore and understand the parts of yourself that might currently be hidden beneath the surface. Use it in order, skip around, complete it in 90 days or 60 days or 360 days. And I think that's really important that sometimes we get stuck in the supposed to's and I should have's and you don't. Anytime you catch yourself saying I'm supposed to, or I should have done this, or I should have felt this way, like stop yourself. That word, those words should not be in your vocabulary. They should not come out of your mouth. Um, who's, I always say, who says, who said, right? If, if I catch myself, oh, I should have done that. I will literally stop myself and said, says who? I love that. Yeah. I love that. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> I love that. You know, you, you've really encouraged and inspired me. So um, I do like six month and 12 month programs with my clients. And so I like to work with them. So now I'm thinking your journal is going to be part of something they receive to play with as they work oh my through gosh, their program. That. Because... You know, we don't get inspired enough. We we don't get motivated enough. We don't have enough encouragement in our lives. And let's let's be honest, the world is not easy. It's not an no. easy process living this physical life. Um, but it can be because we're supposed to be creating heaven here. We're supposed to be creating a different world. And that means sometimes that we have to disconnect from all the noise that's out there and around us and the people around us. And, you know, the, our real truth is within us mm -hmm. and the universe and not what everybody thinks and says and what you're told to be and who you are and do. And so when we can really unplug from those areas in our lives, then we can really start to live that joyful, abundant life, which I believe everyone can have if they dream it, desire it, and want it, right? And so yes. having little things to encourage people is really great. You know, um, speaking of dreaming and desiring it, um, one of the pages in my journal, but something that I do on a very regular basis, and I think is so super important, is it's called, it's, I call it the dream big journal. What's your biggest, wildest dream? And I don't do it on a regular scheduled basis. I do it like when I, when I am called to do it, like when it's like, okay, it's time to write this again. It could be, I might do it on this day. And then I might do it two weeks from now. I might do it this day. And I might do it three months from now. Like there isn't a time frame. but I will write it out. And the very first time I did it, it was sort of unintentional. Like I just was decided to journal on what do I really want in my life, right? If I could make my life exactly how I want it, what would it look like? And the very first time I wrote this journal entry, it wasn't super detailed, right? Like I, I wrote some things, kind of higher level things. Um, and there might've been five or six or eight items on it. And, um, I did it again a couple months later and it got a little bit more detailed. And now when I do it, I could fill three pages, right? It's like, and, and I stop limiting myself. Um, 
I used to write like I want a second home in Florida on the on the Gulf Coast. I want to be able to see the ocean from my home. And now I write I want multiple homes in multiple locations and I want to I want to experience all sorts of climates and weather and scenery. Like why do I have to limit myself to the beach when there's mountains? You know, it's like and why do I have to limit myself to an one extra house when I could have five or 10? You know, it's like you realize where you are limiting yourself, even if it feels big and huge and amazing to have multiple homes or two homes. Uh, why do I have to stop at two? Why does why does my dream have to stop at two? Technically, uh, I am limitless. Technically, the the universe is limitless. Why am I trying to cap my blessings and my abundance? And so you end up writing them in a different flavor. And instead of writing the things you want, you start writing the way you want to feel. Mm -hmm. I want to feel, I want to be filled with childlike joy. I want to have youthful adventure. I want, you know, to have community and connection and vibrant relationships and to be honest, it doesn't matter where that is. It could be in Nebraska. It could be in Florida. It could be in Utah. It could be in France. It doesn't matter. Those are the things I want. The location is irrelevant. I love that. And I love that. <laughs> and I think we do limit ourselves and it is time for us to let go of those limitations and really just dream, be that childlike wonder and mm -hmm. don't let someone else tell you what you can or cannot do just dream the world so i think that's pretty amazing when we're able to do that i am so happy you took the time today to talk with us about your book and your journey and sharing all the beautiful things that the universe showed you along the way i think that is so amazing um, and I will encourage everyone to check out these books and this journal, pick a copy up. And as Becky says, if you know, you don't have to read it from the front to the back, you could read three, two and one sections or one, two and three, depending on how you want to approach this process, all the scientific based stuff's in the first section. So if you want to start with the heart space, that soft space, You'd start with section three and then move back to have the support. So I love that. I can't wait to tackle the book. I've been, I've looked at a little bit of it, but not all of it. Becky, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm so thank happy you. that you did. I'm so excited that we got to chat. Um, and I hope everyone goes and checks out these beautiful books and you and connects with you along the way. What do we hope to see in the future? Is there something else coming out after this? Are you encouraged to do more? Yes. So I have a couple of new books in the works. Um, the one I'm working on right now is technically fiction. <laughs> um, it's, it's a look at um, the main character's near-death experience and what happens uh, oh, yeah. when she's sort of in the in-between and how that changes her. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is more, it's a little more fun. I mean, they're both fun. They're both fun. The other one has a different flavor, I should say. Um, that one will probably be my fourth. So the... The near-death experience will be the the third book. Then 
The fourth book will be the main character is a mom in Nebraska. (laughs) Um, And she's really into science. And she wants to figure out how to teleport so that she can teleport to the beach while her kids are at school and get back before dinner. I love that. I love that. What a great, fun story. All right. Well, I look forward to those. You know, someday I believe we will be able to teleport to that beach and get back before the kids get home from school. And I look forward to that, right? Kind of some fun perspectives, right? Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you'll continue to listen to Sacred Magic Podcast as we have more and more guests on our show. Have an amazing day. And dream big, right? Don't limit yourself. Yes. Can I tell them where to find my book? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, You can go to my website. It's becky-edwards.com. And there are links there. Those links take you to Amazon. So if you, you can go to Becky-Edwards.com and find the links to my book and many other fun stuff. Um, but you can also find it on Amazon. Search for Unlocking the Vault by Becky Edwards, and you'll find both of them. Yep. That's where I got mine was right on Amazon. So check Perfect. that out and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Are you looking for an opportunity to fill your energy tank? When was the last time you invested in self-care? Violet leads a weekend retreat every year in Woodland Park, Colorado. The purpose of the retreat is to reflect, restore, re-energize, and restore one's energy, focus, and direction. Violet's retreats provide the opportunities to connect, learn, and explore your healing and spirituality. What are you waiting for? You can find out more about this annual retreat at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love the show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.